Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Sirius XM Radio presents, in conjunction with House of Athlete, I Am Athlete Tonight. Welcome back to I Am Athlete Tonight. I am your host, Lee J. Doolsville, with my guys, LaShawn Shady McCoy and Brandon Marshall. And Von Miller is out for the season with an ACL injury. Now, Miller underwent exploratory surgery in Texas on Tuesday, and an ACL injury was found in his right knee ultimately ending his season. Now, Vaughn thought, you know, he could potentially be back this week against the Jets, but the team put him on IR to give him some more time to heal up. And once he had the surgery, doctors found out that he had a torn ACL. Now, here's Bill's head coach, Sean McDermott, addressing the injury and confirming that Miller is done for the year. Vaughn underwent surgery yesterday. It was uh, exploratory type of surgery, and it turned out that he he got a uh, ACL uh, repair in there so he'll be out for the year uh, as an update for you guys very unfortunate situation uh, for Vaughn obviously in our team uh, we care for him obviously like in, like we would any player uh, we know how much this means uh, to him in terms of playing and and being with the team so we look forward to getting him back uh, obviously off the field for the rest of the season and, and his leadership and we're certainly thinking about him as he recovers here now, one might wonder what is Buffalo going to do with their closer not playing, right? Ron Miller leads them in sacks with eight. This is what Sean McDermott, you know, said about the next man up mentality in Buffalo. And we care for everyone. Certainly we care for Vaughn in this case and and we'll miss him. Um, but as I said last week when he was out, it's a time for it's a time and an opportunity for other guys to to uh, to step up. Now, versus the Patriots. The Bills did something that they usually don't do. They blitzed more often than they had in previous games, right? Um, they blitzed, I believe, Mac Jones at a 39.5% of his um, 39.5% of his dropbacks. But that could be in part because they don't respect the Patriots offense. I mean, the Patriots offense has been bad, really bad this year. We've talked about the issues they had on the offensive side with Matt Patricia and Joe Judge, you know, going to the offensive side uh with Mac Jones, their second year quarterback. Everybody saw Mac Jones' reaction on the sideline and him talking in the postgame. So it'll be interesting to see versus the Jets that they who they have this week. Mike White is coming off back-to-back 300-yard games. Do they go with that same approach? I mean, Brandon Marshall, it's obvious. This is a massive loss. But does this loss, you know, a lot of people pick this team as a favorite to go to the Super Bowl. Does this loss kind of deter you from picking the Bills to go to the Super Bowl? You know what? Um, it definitely hurts. But when you think about that offense, you think about those guys on that side overcoming challenges like this. Now, this is tough, right? Because Vaughn Miller, he was 
the missing piece. If you go back to two, three years ago, what they didn't, they always had a sophisticated defense. What they couldn't do was get to the quarterback. Mm. They go out there over the last two years and they, they strategically invest in getting to the quarterback. Like they're getting to the quarterback with just the front four. Right. Mm. And that's what makes Vaughn Miller signing so special. Now he goes down. I don't know how the hell they're going to get the job done when you're going against the Patrick Mahomes of the world, right? Then now you even got to throw Miami to a Tonga Vialoa in there. He's getting the ball out freaking quick, right? So it definitely hurts him. But Josh Allen, Josh Allen, you're that guy. You're getting paid the big bucks. You're we're talking about coming into this year before he hurt his his arm. Is he the best quarterback in football? And then you got Stephon Diggs. This offense needs to get it, ju- get it done. There's no excuse for this team not to be a contender. So does it hurt them? Absolutely. But there's no excuse. Yeah, Shady, you kind of echo those those sentiments or, you know, is without no, Von Miller, it's going to be tough for him. Yeah, I mean, well, well, listen, Von Miller or any team is going to be tough if you have him and you don't have him, right? It's like mm-hmm. he's a big part of their team on any team he's on. But this is where I, I kind of go opposite of Brandon Marshall. <clears throat> First of all, let's not play this game here like like Josh Allen ain't on the same level as Patrick Mahomes. I think Patrick Mahomes is better, but they ain't they in the same room though. Like 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 they 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 sit at the same coffee table. Pat's going to get his coffee first, and then Josh will go next. For example, I guess we all forget or or, or forgot how that thing went, but in the, in, the, in the championship or not a championship game, but the um divisional round, divisional round, like yeah. Josh did his part. Right? They weren't no Vaughn yeah. Millers. There wasn't none of that over there. It was Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen and Gabriel Davis and then the rest of the guys. Right? <laughs> and, the, and the guys. Yo, Josh did his part. He didn't give you no excuse. He went out there. They scored, we scored. They scored, we scored. The bad, the, the worst part is I scored and, and, and gave this team 13 seconds. 13 seconds. <laughs> and they came back and, and tied the game to go win the game. So I'm going to say this. Yeah, Von Miller's hurt, and that, and that's that's a big blow for any team because he's so dominant. But don't don't sleep on this Bills team. Josh Allen still yeah. plays there. Sean McDermott is still a coach, and Stephon Diggs is still lining up, giving out crazy work. I just want to be clear here because you played with both teams, and we've had this conversation a few that's times. That's right. That's right. You're a general manager, and you got to go get your quarterback. Uh-oh. <laughs> you go get Josh Allen or – Mr. Mahomes. I'll say this right here on, on, on air. He's going to say Josh. This is what I'm going to say. I'm going to say, with them two gentlemen, I'm a winner with whoever I get. Whoever I get, I'm a winner. <laughs> you get what the political <laughs> answer be? No, no. I'm here, what is I'm this? Here. I don't know this, Shady. You know why? You know why? Because if the 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 uh the Jets or the Eagles jump up to get a, get a team, you know how we do. We jump up, give you two first-round picks to get in front of you. It can happen. And somebody might take Josh, somebody might take uh, Pat. But whoever you take, I'm cool with the next guy because they both give out crazy, stupid work. <laughs> well, answer this question real quick. I'm about to, because we're on quarterback. Uh, go ahead, uh, dudes. I was, was going to say, I actually disagree with both of y'all in this situation, Ooh. right? If you look at it, right, Shady, you made you made a great point. 13 seconds. And I know you're about to say I usually do. I'm going to say it for you. Um, 13 seconds, right? 13 <laughs> seconds. That's seared in the Bills' head this whole offseason. That's the reason why they got Von Miller, right? What happened earlier this year when the Bills played the Kansas City Chiefs? 
Mm. Von Miller they, took over that they, game. They, they beat him. Josh Allen yeah, beat them Von, boys. But Von, Von Miller closed for them. People forget. Josh that Allen last closed pick, for him. No, listen to me. That last pick that Patrick Mahomes threw, people forget it was Von Miller that made the out the inside move. Patrick Mahomes had to flush out of the pocket and he threw an inaccurate pass that got picked off by Taron Johnson. And Von Miller had a sack earlier in that game. 13 seconds left. You go get Von Miller so he can close out games like he did versus the Kansas City Chiefs. So to me, I don't put anything past this Bills offense, like you said, but obviously there's an effect already because we just saw last game versus the Patriots. They blitz more than they're used to blitzing, right? And they still only sacked Mac Jones one time in that game. That offense has been bad. The Jets sacked Mac Jones six times. Six times. The Bills only got to him once. I think that's an issue when you're talking about playing the Cincinnati Bengals with Joe Burrow and his pocket presence and how he can get out of stuff. When you're talking about playing a Patrick Mahomes, if you can't affect the quarterback, it's going to be a long day for you. And that's essentially why they went and got Von Miller so he could be the closer. So if they don't have him, I'm not betting against him, but I'm not as confident in the AFC without Von Miller. Okay, great take, dudes. But let me ask you a question. (laughs) Who did the... uh... Cincinnati, uh, excuse me, I just gave you that. I just answered my damn question. Who did the Kansas City Chiefs play this past Sunday? They just played the Bengals. Okay, great. Who is the Vaughn Miller of the Cincinnati Bengals? Trey Hendrickson? You put him up there? Did you not know what he did last year? Do you put him? Do who? Do you put him up there with Vaughn Miller? Been, but you see, you see, this conversation can go for hours. You know, I D line play. We can talk, bro. This dude had, I think, over 13 or 14 and a half sacks last year. Yeah, I put him up there with Vaughn as a, as a game record. I put him up there. Okay. You put him up I'm talking there. about season by season base. I'm not talking about Vaughn Miller's whole career because that's not fair. You can't put them in the same category because Vaughn's played double the years Trace played. That's not fair. Or they're not even they're not even in the same ballpark, bro. Teddy, you better tell him about Trey Hendrickson. He is nice. I mean, Trey nice, nice but like we he's not on. Come on, though, dudes. That's what like, I'm saying. But it's not fair to compare them because it is fair. So no, how, how, life ain't so, fair, dude. So, so can you compa- can you compare Joe Burrow to Josh Allen right now? Yes. You tripping. why not? Why not? You are tripping. I might take Joe Burrow over Josh Allen. What are you talking about? Shady have at him. Shady have at him. Shady. Shady have at him. Shady. Before you have at me, hold on. Let me finish this real quick, Shady. All right. I say all that to say this. If Cincinnati can beat him, why can't why can't the Buffalo Bills beat him without Vaughn Miller? Cincinnati's D line is better without Vaughn Miller. It's not even close. My goodness, bro. All right, so let me say this. So so we can't we gotta add like like. Josh Allen can beat the 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 Chiefs with Von Miller or without Von Miller. He's done it with he's done it with Von Miller, and he's beating without Von Miller. He lost that playoff game, but they beat him different times, right? Number yeah. two, I don't want to play that game. Like we can't be comparing anybody to Von Miller. That's what we can't do. That's what I was like, trying to tell you. It's not fair. You can't make that comparison. No, 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 no. no. But, but I'm talking about like like Von's a lot better though. Oh, like 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 Von like Von Miller though. That's what we talking about right now. Come on, though, bro. We got to compare Von Miller with, like, Khalil Mack and dudes like that. That's yeah, like more. But that's what I'm saying. But they've had more years, too, though. That's you know, what I'm more saying. More years, nothing. Von Miller came right in the league and started dominating. You need to yeah, apologize he right here, bro. Bro. You apologize, bro. Just apologize. Do you know what the average average yeah, of Trey Hendrickson sacks were in 2020 and 2021 in those two seasons? The two seasons before this season. I you just know, know that Von Miller. Sacks per year. 
Mo Wilkerson. How many sacks did Mo Wilkerson have? He didn't have what Trey Trey Henderson had. had. Fourteen, fifteen. Where is where you where you compare him? That was one year, bro. And I love Mo. Point. That's my point. Vaughn Miller. This is the difference. What they always say: great players make big plays in what big games, right? Vaughn Miller is that. You just sit it. He closes out the game. and Trey wasn't doing that last year for the Bengals. He did it Von even Miller. in the Super Bowl. Think about, think about what he did with the Rams. The Rams, they picked him up halfway through the year. I, he only had trust, trust me, nobody year. has more respect for Vaughn than me. What I'm telling you is it's not fair to compare them because Vaughn has a longer career. First he's and like, foremost. Yeah, one's going to the Hall of Famer. Yeah, he's the going to the trying. Hall of Fame. One's a Hall of Famer. Other, the other one's is a good player. Trey just started his sixth year, bro. Like, it's not even fair to even put him in the same oh, strategy. But if you put if you put his sixth year, the next Vaughn sixth year, like, we would be laughing about this. And all You're probably this, right. All of this, just to get to this point, that there's no excuse for the Buffalo Bills not to get it done this year. I mean, I, I think it's going to be tough for them without that closing. This is I Am Athlete Tonight. I am your host, Lee J. Doosable, okay, with real- my guys, LaShawn, Shady McCoy, and Brandon Marshall. What's up, B? Okay, well, then... What do you think about the 49ers? I know you love the 49ers. What do you think about the 49ers? Are they? Are I still they- got them going to the Super Bowl. Oh, but they just love. They got who? They got Purdy. They got Purdy. So you're a believer in Purdy? So Shady, will you tell him this is a two different conversations? Totally, it's not even now, close. Now that's two. Now that's that, two different conversations. Yes, the 49ers are not quarterback. You know, the offense isn't based yeah. off the quarterback. Like if I tell you, if I tell you Jimmy G stats, you know in the better playoffs. than that. Let's not. I love Jimmy G, but we know that that offense is not based off the quarterback. I just tried to stir it up. I, I know you did. Now, if they had lost Nick Bosa, we'd have a conversation. Right. But we that's not that's a whole different conversation. But let, let's talk about a guy that we talked about earlier in the show, Lamar Jackson, right? Ravens head coach John uh, Harbaugh called Jackson's injury week to week, but he said it's unlikely that he plays this week against the uh, the Steelers. Now, Jackson sprained his PCL, according to uh, ESPN. LaShawn Shady McCoy, let me ask you this. Could this prevent the Ravens from not only – winning the AFC North, but making the playoffs. Nah, they made the playoffs. I, I think I think Lamar would sit one game out, right? Mm-hmm. What, if he, what if he only sits out one game and he's not himself when he comes back? PCL is a big deal. That's what. He that's why I asked it. For the rest of the year. I My, my rookie year, um, preseason, messed up my PCL grade two, and literally it took two months for me to feel normal again. Damn. Two months? Two, two yeah, it months, might be bro. over with for the Ravens. Two months. If that's like, the case. Sometimes you better <laughs> off just, just damn snapping it and doing surgery with PCL. You can't even review surgery. I, I, I'll say this though. Like, so they play the Steelers. That that's gonna be a good game. I, I think they should they could win that game. They should win that game, right? They play I don't a lot know, better, the Steelers but, have won the one two in a row. Yeah, I mean, but we'll, we'll see. I mean, I think like two teams with good defense, you know, trying to get their offense playing better. And then the Bengals, they they always beat the Bengals. It's they always do. always a good game. We'll see. They played the Bengals. And then last thing about the Bengals, too. the Bengals be up and down too much. Like, like everybody wants to ride their coattails right now. But let's forget, in the beginning of the year, everybody thought they were the, oh, this team is for sure. They're the real deal. Then they get smacked around 0 2, 0 3. That yep. team's trash. Then they stay, they're good again. They go up and down like a roller coaster. So we don't know what they're going to do. What you, what you looking like that for? What are they going to do? They're going to contend. You talking about roller coaster? They've been hot for the past six, seven weeks. What are you talking about? They played the four AFC weeks. South too. Four it don't weeks. matter. Shady, you're right. The way they started, the way they started the year, yeah, they started out. Two, I believe it was. Then they they won, they won like two games, and they lost. They won like three, and they lost two. They they it keep going back and forth with these dudes. 
I'm Jake Mintz. And I'm Jordan Schusterman, and we are the hosts of Baseball Barbacast, a SiriusXM podcast. Like Edwin Jackson, the ultimate journeyman, we are hitting the road next week, headed to San Diego for baseball's winter meetings. We're going to be bringing you two episodes a day of in-depth and hopefully entertaining baseball talk. We'll be talking to the biggest names to get answers to the biggest questions, like who will sign Aaron Judge? And will Mike Farah notice that we're using his expense account? Download Baseball Barbacast on the SXM app, available with all of our trials and popular plans, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. On May 10th, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters May 10th. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate. Pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. On this episode of Plant Killers, we'll explore one nation's most notorious fruit and vegetable killer, bad dirt. What makes bad dirt so bad? The answer, the ingredients. But fear not, true crime enthusiasts. This story has a happy ending. New miracle Grow organic raised bed in garden soil. It's made with quality organic ingredients from upcycled green waste like compost and aged bark. Unlike the other guys who can't say the same. Looks like bad dirt's murdering days are over. Thanks to miracle Grow. Join us next time on Plant Killers. Welcome back to I Am Athlete Tonight. I am your host, Lee J. Doolsable, with my guys, LaShawn Shady McCoy and Brandon Marshall. And Mike Tomlin, the head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers, says there's just something about December football. Now, we all know the season is windling down. It's five short weeks left in the season. And hear what Mike Tomlin had to say about December football. What is it about December football that it seems like you get rejuvenated or get another boost level up? Man, as the road gets narrow, um, it makes you or it breaks you. Um, you feel that pressure or you apply that pressure. Um, it's my preference to apply it. And, um, and it's my job to make sure our team shares that sentiment. Mm, Mike Tomlin, Bishop, Dr., you know, Reverend Deacon with, with the good word on this good Wednesday on I Am Athlete tonight. I mean, he makes a point, guys. I want to throw this to you guys. Usually, you know, you hear the saying, we've been hearing this since we first got in the league, right? We want to be playing our best football. Well, it used to be when it was 16 games, the end of November and all through December. Now it's, you know, December through the first two weeks of January. That's when you want to be playing your best football. That's when teams truly make they run or they teams separate themselves for the playoffs. So let me ask you this, Brandon Marshall. Is December the month where we really, you know, kind of separate the pretenders and the contenders in the NFL? Listen, I was always one that said, like, look, the seasons start, you got to be ready. You got it's time to go. 
<laughs> but there is something to December, like that November, that December football, bro. Right. You know, like we've seen this before. You go back to 2006, I believe the year was, and maybe even a year before you had uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers sitting at like five and five. And then they go on this legendary run in the month of November and December. You even had the Cardinals have runs like this. You had so many teams go on these legendary runs and they mm. came out of nowhere. And Correct. so um, there is something to it, man. Um, unfortunately, I never experienced uh, amazing November, December. That's why, to Shady's point earlier in the show. Well, we, we, we did. We just tricked it off the last December game. Because that That's Jets right. team, I believe we won, what, like four or five in a row? And then we just lost the last one that hurt us and didn't get us Buffalo. into the playoffs. Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Shady Shady can explain this to I was about to ask, Shady, what, what is it about December, you know, football in the NFL where, where it separates, it seems like, the, the teams that are going to be contenders that season, the teams that we thought were going to be contenders, but they end up being pretenders? <clears throat> I guess, like he talked about, man, it, it gets tough. You know, uh, guys gets cold out. Certain weathers show you who really are football guys. You know, I, I remember playing Dolphins at, at Buffalo late in the year. They don't want to play. They want to go home. It's cold out there. They don't want to tackle. They don't want to hit. They don't want to get hit. I remember playing Philadelphia, same thing. Like, when it gets cold out there, everybody don't want to be out there. I mean, I ain't going to call guys out by name, but they know they know what I'm talking about. You got to run this ball. You know we you know we running this ball. It's cold out here. It's freezing. You spit on the ground before the, the spit hits the ground. It's frozen. Like <laughs> you know what type of football we talking about, and everybody's not meant for it. Brother like me, I get busy on. They wait. I get for busy it. on any surface, so I'm always ready for the weather. You heard? <laughs> I was waiting for this. For this I know you was waiting for it, man. So, so Shady, when you were a part of those teams that made runs with the Eagles and the Bills, like, what was the message? Uh, the Bucks made a run, too, because, be, remember, they ain't really put it all together. Oh, yeah, they didn't start in the beginning. They started towards the end. That's right, yeah. Um, what, what was the message, like, from, like, Andy Reid? What was the message from Sean McDermott, like, when you guys got to December? Like, and a lot of the good coaches, their records are really, really good after November, Correct. December on. Right, I think that's when you play your best ball. That's when guys lock in; they're more focused. Even my championship run with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, like being around Tom Brady for that 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 spurt that that time there, it just shows you like why he's that good. Yo, he changed the whole like attitude. Like we gotta have this shit now. Nothing matters but but executing. Watch the film. Watch the extra film. Knowing exactly what your, your assignment is, knowing exactly what your opponent's assignment is. And like he emphasized that so much that like it came like 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 what was like militant, you know, attitude. Like, okay, each step, boom, 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 boom. And that's why we had so much success, you know, going forward. Same thing with Andy Reid. Andy Reid's another one. He he cranks it up even more around that playoff time, around that December. Every game matters, everything is crucial. Every play compared to in the beginning of the season. You're trying to get to that level. You know, you're filling guys out. He's good. He's not good. Um, he's not consistent. He's good for two games. You learn your personnel. You got to have that shit, man. You need them type of coaches. Yeah. That's so, one question. Let me ask one question. Go ahead. What is the one thing, if you can point pull out one thing that separates the good teams from the great teams, right, or great teams from the good teams, what would mm -hmm. it be? One thing, one attribute. Want me to go first? No, it's yeah. you. I'm asking you. You're yeah, the, one, you the one that went, got two oh, Super Bowl yeah. rings. 
Yo, ready? <laughs> Accountability. Yo, like Tom, right? Pat, Andy Reid, BA. Accountability. Like, if we're going to do this thing together, we're going to win this championship, everybody's held accountable, right? You miss this pass or you throw the wrong route or whatever it is, everybody's accountable. Yo, I, I, messed, I messed it up. That's my bad. And then they making a conscious effort to making it better. It's like, I don't want to let him down. We got this far. I don't want to let him down compared to some teams I've been on. It's like, like especially because the, the teams I won championship with, those were my most talented teams. I'm going to just keep it real. But the talented teams I've been on, it's like, man, I messed that up, but I'm him though. So whatever. You see what I'm saying? We're, we're mm. maybe less talent. It's like, yo, everybody's held accountable. Like like Mike Evans to, to Chris Godwin. Like them dudes is like, no egos. Like we just trying to win. I didn't get no catches today. But the game winning block I got. You see what I'm saying? That's accountability. Like, and it's crazy to even talk about it because like it, it really it showed me another side of football that I didn't even know about. And I love feeling like that and, and, and learning because it's like a, it's really like, I don't know, I, I get like emotional thinking about it. Like, damn, I really witnessed because you know, as a kid, like you see stuff on like ESPN history and they people talk about it and all that. Right? So you visualize it. But till you really be there, I'm like, damn, I watch these dudes sacrifice themselves for each other. Just to win. That's that's unbelievable, dog. Yeah, listen, I I've never made it to the playoff, Shady. And um Jay Cutler. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of blame for that. I, I, I have been on some uh in some amazing situations that just didn't come to fruition, right? One of them was when I was playing for the Chicago Bears and I experienced something <clears throat> similar. I've never experienced that type of team and that type of camaraderie until mm. I stepped in the Chicago Bears locker room. Brian Urlacher, Lance mm. Briggs, Charles Peanut Tillman, Devin Hester, you had Izzy, you had Julius Peppers, you had uh, even um, uh, Tim Jennings, the cornerback. He had like 10 yeah. picks that year. Then on the offense, Daniel had Manning had too, right? So many other people. And when I dropped the ball, that was the first time that I was, I was like, I don't want to go to the sideline because I let those guys down. Brian Urlacher had to pull me to the side one time because I was I was like hot, like, damn, man, I dropped the ball. It was a big third down. This is early in the season. And he came, he's like, hey, dumbass, what's wrong? I said, I dropped the ball, man. And I really was feeling this way because I'm like, man, these dudes is balling on the defensive side. He said, guess what? You're going to drop another one. Let's keep going, right? And what made mm. it special was when offensively, three and out, three and out, three and out. And after every freaking drive, Charles Peanut Tillman, Brian Urlacher, all those legends would meet us halfway on the field and say, all right, get the next one, get the next one, get the next one. Never experienced anything like that. Damn, they ain't that, well, you know what? No. That, that makes me think about something else, right? Because there's a, there's a team that was, you know, that's in that similar boat, right? And, and granted, B, you guys competed a lot, but the Denver team, right? Their defense plays at a high level. And you talked about how their defensive players always had y'all back, no matter when y'all went out, three and out three. But we saw what happened just two weeks ago in Carolina when Mike Purcell was getting after Russell Wilson. So do you think as far as, you know, not having that, that family camaraderie and not wanting to let each other down, you think, you know, that's maybe an issue in Denver right now? Well, I think it's about winning, right? Like you got, oh, you got Russell Wilson coming into a new situation. Okay. There's a lot of attention. Let's ride. Guys want to see it right now. And defensively, 
you're putting out your best work. And now they don't have a Brian Urlacher. They don't have a Charles Peanut Tillman. Like, they don't have these guys that are these true vets that's done it before, that's seen so much. So these guys are getting caught up in the emotions. They're still emotional. They don't understand that the season longer. They don't understand that sometimes you're going to suck. Mm. So now you're looking at your offensive guys, starting with Russell Wilson, like, where are we at? You get frustrated. So, yeah, tempers is running hot in, in Denver, and guys are pissed off. They should be. But how you deal with that matters, right? And I think they'll nice. learn from that situation and, and hopefully get things on track. But it ain't going to be this year. <laughs> it's not going to be this year. <laughs> this is High M Athlete. Tonight, I'm your host, Lee J. Doosbill, with my guys, Brandon Marshall and Sean Shady McCoy. And we have an Odell Beckham Jr. update. The Cowboys did not make an offer to the free agent receiver Odell Beckham after he visited the team Monday, according to NFL Network's Jane Slater. Now, supposedly there is some concerns over Odell Beckham's knee and whether he could actually be healthy enough to play this year. Now, John Machado spoke to Michael Parsons and he said Odell told him that he could be ready to play in five weeks. Well, if you do the math, that's just in time for the playoffs. So let me ask you this, Brandon Marshall, because me and Shady talked about this yesterday. Do you think, one, we will see OBJ this season? And two, will a team even sign him if he's not able to play until next year? All right, before we do this, let me ask you guys a really quick question. Where Mm. should OBJ go? Shady, where should he go? Where do you think he should go? Shady said he over. He just wants to see him play. (laughs) I I, I would like like him to uh, be with the Cowboys. Okay, what do you think, dudes? Before, Before they leaked everything. Before they leaked everything. Yeah, in fact, that's a big point in this story. I would say it made most sense for him to go to the Cowboys. And what I said two weeks ago, everybody looking like I'm crazy, I said it makes more sense for him to go home. Go back Mm. to the Giants. Because you guys know this, Shady. Nobody knows Shady McCoy better than the Philadelphia Eagles. Nobody knows dudes where you've been the San Francisco 49ers. You make great relationships. The Jets, baby. And the Jets. (laughs) Two organizations. Right. So when you start getting older and y'all know what I'm talking about here, when you when you start getting older and you may need to take less reps in practice or when you walk into the training room, you need special privileges or a little extra. Those guys that you started with that seen you mature and grow in the league, they're going to give you more leeway. So now you got Odell Beckham Jr. coming off of two significant injuries. All right. Where do you need to go in your career? Someone who know you because now they start nitpicking you. You got Russell Wilson in the Denver Broncos uniform now. He's on his 11th year. He's having a half a bad season. And now you got dudes screaming in his face. You got people internally saying, did we make the right decision? That don't happen when you're home. Prime example, Larry Fitzgerald, great relationship. Andre Johnson, great relationship with the team. They, they keep you around a little longer. So what I'm saying is he should be going to the Giants because the Giants, they wouldn't even leak this shit. The Giants would never see it. You know what? We thought he would be ready, you know, to play right now and contribute right now, but it really is five weeks, and and so we're going to wait to sign him. They would have never done him like that. Well, first of all, no other team did but the Cowboys. And I'll say this, though. Why I disagree with the the Giants, because um, him going there is because, like, if you look at Odell's track record since he's been this Odell, not the Odell from the Giants, just another Odell. Went to the Browns, then he went to the Rams. When you go to the Rams, now you're with a number one receiver, Cooper Cup, who is the best receiver, right, on the team. 
So now when we play these teams, I'm not seeing a number one cornerback. I don't have to come in there and be the guy right away. I think getting two ACL injuries on the same knee, having been playing football for months, let me slowly get myself off. Let me let me get some rest off. I've like, and you all know this. If you miss three weeks of football, your next game might be a little rusty. I just watched Deshaun Watson miss. He looked crazy weak. And if you don't know who he is, you're like, that guy's terrible. But I know how good he is. Like, y'all know. So y'all know he'll get it together. But if he goes somewhere like the Cowboys, CeeDee Lamb has been playing like a number one, finally. He looks great out there. You could Now you get the second best DB or the third best. You know what I'm saying? Now you get to work your way, knock some of that rust off, and slowly get yourself going. Compared to I go to the New York Giants, like, <laughs> the number one corner, go get Odell. We don't know if he's good or not. So I get you get a, get a chance to get your your feet underneath you and get yourself back together a little bit. I, I like that, but for Odell, like I like him with the Giants because I'm looking at how do I get my career back on track long term. So hopefully, you know, you go into a situation where they're not going to throw you to the wolves, right? What I need from Odell right now is I need you to just touch the ball on the on one or two screens, and then I also need you to make one one or two big plays. But I'm not going to make him carry the load right now. I like Odell back on the Giants because he just turned 30. Now, if yeah. he's able, which is a big if, to stay healthy, long-term it makes more sense for me in a Giants uniform because he still is a number one when he's healthy. He's like that. And he can still carry that load, but it's going to take time to get there. So, Shady, short-term, I like what you're saying, but long-term, which if I'm Odell, I'm thinking long term. How am I? Where am I going to be the next four to six years? I'm going home. Well, let, let me ask you this follow up question. Since this thing has been leaked, does you, do you think he even plays this year? First off, before talking about plays, yes, he he will play this year. But first off, I'm Odell. I'm crossing out the Cowboys. I'm not even <laughs> considering them not, now. Not I, I am too. You crossing yeah. the Cowboys off, Shady? That was terrible, brother. That was you play, dirty. You play, you, you play with my money, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yo, yo, no other team. First of all, the Cowboys was the last team he visit. The Giants yeah. or the Bills say anything. They, they 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 did the same reviews on his knee. The same doctors, you know, did their thing. They test. And and they probably said, they said, hey, he may not be ready right now. They didn't leak it to the world. So not any other team that wants to get at Odell, it's going to be in their back of their head. That's terrible. Yeah. And they, and they go low now, too. But, but dudes. But dudes, it shows what type of business we're in, cutthroat business right. that we're in. Oh, right. Question. What about or what about franchise? That is a terrible franchise that, that we're in. That's a fr- terrible franchise for doing that. The Cowboys. That was terrible. Yeah, yeah, it's terrible. Hopefully Odell lands on his feet and and signs somewhere and is healthy enough to play this postseason. This is I am athlete tonight. I am your host Lee J. Dudes, but with my guys Lashawn Shady McCoy and Brandon Marshall and Jimmy G could possibly return this season we'll see 49ers head coach Kyle Shanahan confirmed that Jimmy G does not need surgery to repair his fractured foot that he's and he did not suffer and he did not suffer a Liz Frank injury or ligament damage when he was injured against the Dolphins last Sundays now there's been reports that have come out that Jimmy could potentially return for the playoffs but hear what his head coach Kyle Shanahan said about that he isn't so sure it's not a list, Frank. They don't have to do surgery on it. Um, still going to be a big recovery, um, but much less than what we anticipated, which is awesome news for him in the offseason. He'll be good to go right away, so it won't be like last year. Um, really, I mean, there's that way outside chance, you know, late in the playoffs or something like that, but um, that's just an outside chance. I'm not really real optimistic about that, but they didn't rule it out.
Mm. Brandon, so he said he, he wouldn't rule it out. He's not optimistic about it. I thought it was interesting that he made a big emphasis on saying he'll be ready for this offseason because we all know what happened the last offseason, right? They tried to trade him away. He was he got the surgery late, and it kind of prevented him from trading him away. But if Jimmy, say somehow rehab goes well, no setbacks, B, and he's ready, they're probably not going to get the number one seed because of the Eagles, right? Say he's ready for opening week in the playoffs. What do you do if you're Kyle Shanahan? Um, it depends on how, what's his name, Purdy? The, Brock Purdy, yeah. Depends on how he's playing. And you said it earlier, I tried to get messier on the show. Like, <laughs> oh, you know, Jimmy G go now, you still riding with Jimmy G. You're like, they're not, they're built differently. And, built and different you're right. Friend. <laughs> yeah, run the ball. They're going to get outside the pocket with boots and keeper game and all the misdirection stuff. That's a misdirection eye candy. Right, to but that galore. Is, and then it's defense, right? So it, it all comes down to how he's playing. Like, you don't rush that. You don't rush that. But Shady made a good point as well. You know, a guy missed three weeks. You're going to look rusty. So right, do you right, want to take right. that chance of Jimmy G missing five weeks or whatever it is and then throwing him out there? First yeah. opening round? Come on, you don't do that. I wouldn't. I mean, I had this conversation with a few people, and they're like, I mean, you have to put Jimmy out there. He took you to two NFC championship. I'm like, why? I mean, that's one offense that I'm confident in that I'm not saying Kyle could do it with any Craig, but a guy that's been in the system all year long, I feel confident with Kyle Shanahan, the way he draws up plays, the way he gives you misdirection and eye candy. We saw Burke Purdy. He literally cut up the Dolphins defense because guys were wide open. That's because of the scheme that Kyle Shanahan had. And then you add it, right? Their defense is the number one defense in football. They're going to play to the defense in the run game. Now, we'll see what Elijah Mitchell's status is because this is him. I think he had another sprained MCL, and he might be out until the week of the playoffs. I think that's actually, and I love Jimmy G, but I think that's a bigger injury than Jimmy G because Kyle Shanahan had did a masterful job of using Christian McCaffrey the first half on a lot of misdirection, and then in the second half with Elijah Mitchell punching people in the mouth, running the ball downhill. And not having him, I think, is going to hurt them down this stretch run. We'll see. Brock Purdy plays off against the GOAT this week, Tom Brady. So we'll see what happens with them. And that that, that Tampa Bay defense has actually played really well this year. And listen, what they asked, you know, Jimmy G to do, yeah, Purdy did and executed just fine. He did. And he did it. it like he had the same numbers that Jimmy would usually get. <laughs> right. And he did it with a lot of flair, too, which mm. is important. You saw how the guys rallied around him. For sure. I do want to say this, and I had this conversation earlier in the week on Inside the NFL. Don't forget, they went into this year with four quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. They had Jimmy G, who they wanted to trade or get rid of. They had Trey Lance to replace him. They signed Nate Sudfield, Sudfield, who they loved. guaranteed contract that was supposed to back up Trey Lance, and then they drafted Mr. Irrelevant. Right? So what happened was, in camp, Purdy showed so well that they said, you know what? This guarantee, this couple million that we gave you, Nate, keep that. They cut him, yeah. It's going to be here. Yeah, they cut him. This kid right here we like. So I'm saying that because don't sleep on Purdy. You know, now obviously it's on him to get the job done and execute. A lot like the kid with the Jets, White, Mike White. Mike White, correct. Right? Like, look, you playing well once. Can you do it twice? Can you do it three times? If they do, they're going to find themselves in a very good situation. Yeah, I really like Brock Purdy coming out of Iowa State. Uh, Really like what he did there with with Brees Hall. Um, And to your point, you made a really good point, right? Because Nate Sudfield, they really, they they loved him in the offseason, right? They really were, like, comfortable trading Jimmy G away and having him as the backup. But 
Brock Purdy showed so well that they were like, well, we're going to keep the cheaper option and get rid of this guy that we gave guaranteed money to. So if there's one coach that I trust, you know, that is not going to have a quarterback as Kyle Shanahan. I Am Athlete Tonight is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. Support I Am Athlete Tonight with a five-star rating and by leaving a review. That's a big deal, guys. Stop being lazy. Pick up your phones and leave a review and give us a five-star rating. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Want more? Catch the full two hours of I Am Athlete Tonight weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash IAA Tonight Trial to start your free trial today. Serious XM Podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.